Canto 5, Chapter 3 Rishabadeva's appearance in the womb of Merodevi, the wife of King Nabi. Sri Shuka said, Nabi, the son of Agnidra, desiring to have sons with Merodevi, who had not given birth to any children yet, offered together with her, with great attention, prayers in worship of the Supreme Lord Vishnu, the enjoyer of all sacrifices. While he, with great faith and devotion, and a pure mind was of worship, the Supreme Lord, out of his love to fulfill the desires of his devotees, manifested himself in his most beautiful, unconquerable form, pleasing to the mind and eyes. He saw him with all of his captivating, beautiful limbs, even though that normally cannot be achieved merely by the means for performing the pravardhya ceremony he was engaged in. The place and time, hymns, priests, gifts to the priests, and the regulative principles. When he manifested himself very brightly in his four-handed form as the topmost of all living beings, in a yellow silk garment, and with the beauty of the Srivatsa mark on his chest, his conch shell, lotus flower, disc, flower garland, the Kaushtuba jewel, and his club that characterize him, he, radiating brilliantly with his helmet, earrings, bracelets, girdle, necklace, armlets, ankle bells, etc., that ornamented his body, made King Nabi, the priests, and the others feel like poor people who had obtained a great treasure. Thereupon they, with great regard and all paraphernalia of worship, reverentially bent their heads. The priests said, Please, O most exalted one, accept the repeated offerings of respect of our worship. By that worship we, your servants, are able to act, provided we follow the instructions of the exalted souls. Anyone not in control of his mind because of completely being absorbed by the fickleness of natural phenomena can acquire knowledge of the names, forms and qualities that belong to the position in this world of you, the Supreme Lord above and beyond the influence of the material world. But by most auspiciously expressing in words the excellence of your transcendental qualities that wipe out all the sinful actions of mankind, we can only partly know you. You are most pleased, O Supreme Lord, by your servants who, in great ecstasy, do their prayers with faltering voices and perform their worship with water, fresh twigs of green, tulsi leaves and sprouts of grass. We do not see of what use it otherwise would be for your sake to be encumbered with performing sacrifices and all the articles of worship. You, as the direct self-sufficient embodiment of the civil virtues, the Purushartas, are of an endless and unlimited constant increase, O Lord, but our desire for this blessing of you can only be there for the purpose of obtaining your grace. Even though you personally wish to open up, with your causeless and inexhaustible mercy and glory, the path of liberation, and for that purpose have come here and are present for any ordinary man to see, we fill in our worship unto you. For we, O Lord of Lords, are but fools unaware of your ultimate welfare. 
this before the eyes of your devotees appearing of you here in this sacrifice of King Nabi, O best of the benefactors, really constitutes the greatest blessing, O most worshipable one. To those sages of whom strengthened by detachment countless impurities were removed by the fire of knowledge, to those sages satisfied within who attained your qualities by incessantly reiterating your stories and discussing your many attributes, you, being present in person, are the highest blessing to achieve. When we happen to stumble and fall down, suffer hunger, are bored, find ourselves in an awkward position and such, or when we have a fever or lie on our deathbed and thus are not capable of remembering you, then let it be so that your names, activities and qualities are discussed that have the potency to drive away all our sins. Moreover, this pious king, Nabi, nevertheless aspires to be blessed by you with offspring, a son whom he hopes to be exactly like you, a supreme controller of the benedictions of heaven and the path leading there. With the notion of children as the ultimate goal of life, asking this in worship of you, he thus behaves like a poor man who asks a wealthy person willing to donate for a bit of grain who, failing to respect the feet of the great souls, is in this world of yours not defeated by the unconquerable illusory energy of Maya because of which one cannot find one's path, whose intelligence would not be bewildered by all the sensual pleasure that works like poison, whose nature is not checked by that stream, that chain of consequences. Please, Excuse us in your divine indifference of sameness with each and all for having invited you again in this arena of sacrifice as the performer of many wonders. Please tolerate us ignorant souls who, less intelligent being of disrespect for the divinity of you as the God of Gods, are aspiring a material outcome. Sri Shukasant After the Supreme Lord the leader of the sages, with this speech, had been worshipped by the preservers of the realm, the priests of Nabi bowed down at his feet, he kindly addressed them. The Supreme Lord said, Alas, pleased as I am by you, O sages, whose words are all true, the benediction you were asking for, that there may be a son of Nabi like me, is a thing most difficult to achieve. Being one without a second, there cannot exist anyone else equal to me. But the words of you Brahmins cannot prove to be false either, for the class of the Brahmins represents my mouth. Because there is no one to be found equal to me, I shall, by personally expanding into a plenary portion of myself, descend in Merodivi, the wife of Agnidra's son. After he thus, with her being present, had spoken to the husband of Meru Devi, the Supreme Lord disappeared. O Grace of Vishnu, Parikshit, in order to please King Nabi, the Supreme Lord, who in this sacrificial arena was propitiated by the best of the sages, then appeared in his wife Meru Devi. 
he manifested in his original avatara form of pure goodness with the desire to show the sages of renunciation who barely clothe themselves lead an ascetic life and are of a continuous celibacy the way to practice the dharma the righteousness the religion the true nature 